0: Spencer Chapel, welcoming you to On Air with One Red Lipstick. Through my journey, I have met incredibly talented women, all dealing with their own challenges and all bravely moving forward. One Red Lipstick is sharing their struggles, their truths, their success. These are their stories. So I remember the day I was 14 years old and I was sitting on a hard, cold wooden pew in a church. And I was transfixed and, and almost fixated by the song that was playing through the speaker. And I had no church background, no church experience. So this was very uncomfortable and very new. But there was something about that song that literally got a hold of me. And I can remember that song to this day. And it goes like this. This blood can save the soul, heal the sick, mend the heart. This blood can give you access to the very throne of God. And I remember this preacher at the front saying, all of you that want to come to Jesus, come to the front. And, and I responded. I came to the front, fumbled out my prayer, and that was the day, the 2nd of June, 1990, 14 and a half years of age, that I dedicated my every breath, my every moment, my life, To God and the church. And you ought to know, I threw everything into it. I'm like an all or nothing girl. Like, this girl's on fire or she's like not. (laughs) You know what I mean? And the church that I was a part of, I mean, it consumed me. Monday night, I was preparing for Bible study. Tuesday night was Bible study. Wednesday night was prayer. Every second Thursday was leadership meeting and, of course, some training. Friday night was youth when I went to youth. Saturday morning was band practice. And don't forget all three services on Sunday that I used to lead worship at. So I still had a full-time job, I also started a business, but those were secondary because my purpose and my goal and everything that I thought that my life was about was church, I wanted to preach and teach and start churches and raise up leaders and spread the gospel throughout the world. So you can only imagine what it was like when everything that you think you are born for goes to shit. (laughs) my entire when your entire purpose in life falls apart and this is my story so i didn't know like in the church circles that i was a part of i didn't know that women were seen differently to men we were given a little box and as long as you stuck within that little box you were you were loved and I remember a preacher's wife preaching one day and saying, your role as a woman to minister to your husband is to warm his socks and cut his sandwiches into little squares. <laughs> <laughs> I should have clued him then, people! <laughs> but here's the thing. The moment you went out of that box, there was a harsh consequence. And here's the other problem. I was born, I felt that I was destined for everything that was on the other side of those four walls. And so year after year, I've learned how to say "year. year after year. Year after year. year, after year. year, after year. <laughs> Finally, I got it. Um, painful experience after another. I would put my hand out of the box because this, this, these, this, these skills, these talents, this purpose, this passion, this conviction inside of me wanted to bust right outside of that box. And when I did, it was like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre would come, woof, woof, chop all the limbs off, leave me bleeding without any empathy. And I would sit there alone in that place, broken over and over again. This was 23 years of my life. And what would happen? I would pick up the pieces and I would keep going, you know why, because I believed that that was my purpose. You know, actually the way i describe this is, it was like I was in a furnace and there was this dial that was starting to, you know when you crank up the furnace? It was just through the year, with every one of these painful experiences, that furnace was getting hotter and hotter. I moved to Hong Kong to support a church plant. And I thought, okay, this church is going to be different. They don't really have a box. It doesn't seem to me this is going to be the place where I can sink my roots down. And they didn't have a box, that same one. They had a bigger one. <laughs> but, but with the bigger box came a harsher punishment. So I was preaching and I was ministering. I was going off to China. And as Trump would say, China. <laughs> I was ministering, I was doing all of this, and I remember the day that I got out of that box, and the lead pastor publicly rebuked me and, in front of everyone, said, and I quote When a lesser authority tries to supersede a higher authority, that is misplaced authority, which is rebellion and witchcraft. Oh. And he excommunicated me from the church. And I still have the email that he sent me that said, you are forbidden from ever setting foot in our church again. And the furnace dial went up harder. Now, and I don't know if you know anything about gold. I did some research for the talk. <laughs> I did it. Um, and this is the amazing thing about gold. It has a melting point of 1,063 degrees Celsius. And this dial, the furnace, was starting to reach that point. And I could feel everything inside of me starting to shake. And and, and just, I was questioning everything. I started questioning my theology, questioning religion and the leadership and the structure and church and everything. But I was wrestling because this was what I'd given my whole life for. I'd left my family for. I moved to Canada in 2013. And I still remember the day when the dial turned and it clicked on 1,063 degrees Celsius. And I heard inside of me an internal snap as I disconnected from God, from church, from religion, from my purpose, from everything that I felt called to. It it just snapped. And I tried to sticky tape it up together, but I couldn't attach it again. I'd lost my conviction. And this gold that I'm referring to, all these talents and gifts, all of that that was my gold, that furnace had reached the point that it melted it all. It was just nothing. And I I felt completely and utterly lost. I don't know if there's anyone here. I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced that. There we go. Where you've poured your life, maybe it's your kids, and they leave home. You know, with some of the stories of these ladies that have come up, I'm like, yep. You know, maybe it's a marriage that you invested in or, I don't know, put your money in and it was a Ponzi scheme and it's all gone. And you're sitting there and you're thinking, what is my purpose? What do I have left? And I was faced with one of two choices. Choice number one, either you find a new purpose or you fade away and simply exist. I can't think of anything worse than just existing. And so I chose the former option. And you know what that did for me? As I started to discover, I discovered the gold that was within me. My gifts, my talents, and I suddenly realized, they don't belong to the church. Who would have thought? Damn it, man! My ability to lead did not belong to the church. I could repurpose that and I could use it for something else. Because here's the thing about gold, it cannot be destroyed. But it can be reshaped for another purpose. And so what the church called apostolic, the business world calls entrepreneurship. And what the church calls evangelism, the business world calls Marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Sales and marketing. So here's the thing again about gold. When you reshape it, it doesn't lose its value or its worth. And I realized that my worth was not in my ministry, was not in the business that I started was not in anything else. What people tell me my worth is. My worth was solidly inside of me from the day I was frickin' born. Amen. (laughs) Yeah, guys, see that hand. (laughs) And so my encouragement to us today is no matter what you've gone through, no matter what furnace you go in, because there's gonna be furnace after furnace, I'm sure, it's life. You know, think of all those great women, men and women entrepreneurs. How many times they failed before they were successful at what they did? This Jeff Bezos, Amazon man, he failed and failed and failed and failed. But here's the thing, gold is unstoppable. It is destined to succeed. So if your business fails or your marriage fails or the kids leave home or whatever the heck happens to you, when you are ready, Rediscover your gold and allow yourself to reshape it, to repurpose it for something else and never, ever give up on it. Thanks for listening. We would love for you to check out oneredlipstick.com for a book, documentary, live events, and more. Connect with us at One Red Lipstick or hashtag One Red Lipstick.